Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke. If you can come up with a smoking hot black woman who went missing and has probably been murdered, uh, send that article my way. Thanks. So a 22-year-old smoking hot blonde girl got murdered by her 23-year-old boyfriend. Her name was Gabby Petito. It's all over the news. Her boyfriend's name, his last name was Laundry. It's not spelled laundry like your dirty laundry, but I don't know. It's an interesting last name. It's pronounced laundry, I guess. So recently her body was found and laundry has disappeared and people are talking about missing white women syndrome, which apparently was coined by, the phrase was coined by Gwen Eiffel. If you remember her, she was the black lady on a PBS NewsHour and then I think she died of cancer. She became like a co-host of it and then died of cancer. She was good. She was fine. I liked her. But so I heard of Gabby Petito. I mean, I don't read the news. So, you know, I'm not on, whatever. I'm not reading Google News or the New York Times. So I didn't hear about it there. But I watch a lot of YouTube. And so I'm scrolling through uh, possible videos to watch on YouTube. And someone that I like to watch their videos, you know, I could see it was their video. And they had a picture of a hot chick. And so, whatever. I hadn't heard that this girl was missing, and later, you know, now we know murdered. Um, but I just like, oh, here's a channel that I like, and there's something going on with the smoking hot chick. So I clicked on that video, and I heard about, you know, at that point, how she was missing. She was kind of a, I don't know, she had 100,000 or a million um, Instagram followers. And so, and she was on a trip across the country in a van with her boyfriend and they were kind of documenting it on social media. I believe they have one YouTube channel and just tons of Instagram stuff. Well, she's 22, so like, I'm too old. I don't know what a 22-year-old smoking hot girl does for fun on the internet, but apparently it is Instagram, not YouTube. And I keep saying she's smoking hot and she is, but it's also important for Looking at this uh, case and the media coverage of it um, with regards of how it how it relates to the culture wars and, you know, you're a racist and you're a misogynist and etc. I guess I'm going to be both of those on this one. Well, so, anyways, she was a white woman. She was missing. And, you know, her case got as much media coverage as... Whatever. Anything short of, like, the January 6th riots. And so people, maybe justifiably, maybe justifiably, get pissed off. And they're like, like, I don't think there's a, there's no, like, perfect black woman who went missing the same day that Petito went missing. But on some of the other famous um, cases that, you know, America, you know, took over American media for a week or a few weeks, um... Sometimes they'll be like, you know, a white woman goes missing, everyone in America is talking about it, and there'll also be like a black woman who went missing that same day, and no one gives a SH. Or at least that's how it seems. So I think missing white woman syndrome, there's a couple parts to it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, you don't know, no one knows. If you say you know, you're a liar. I have a friend who, you know, a person I know in real life who listens to my podcast. And for some reason they think it's funny when I say that I don't know and no one knows. So I'm just throwing that in there for 
you guys. But so, you know, someone has to click on an article. I mean, you know, maybe you write an article. Maybe you write the greatest article ever. And if no one clicks on it, it's unlikely that, you know, a thousand other people are going to write articles on the same subject. So, you know, clicks matter. You know, I think it's clicking on stuff. You know, they, they got algorithms. They can put it towards the front page of, you know, the Huffington Post or whatever. Any 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 website, they can move it up towards the front page if people click on it. So, for missing white women, I, mean, I think part of it is uh, exactly what happened with me. Like, I'm like, what's going, you know, that's an attractive woman. I'm a man. Um, my DNA, my genetics, evolution makes me like to look at attractive women because... In the past, men who enjoyed looking at attractive women um, passed on their DNA, you know, had successful kids and whatnot. And so now, the only kind of man we're left with, well, pretty much, except for gay men, I guess, who want to look at attractive men, the only kind of man we're left with in <laughs> today, in 2021, are men whose DNA make them like to look at attractive women. So, you know, that would kind of explain the missing white woman syndrome. I mean, I think there's, you know, so not only, you know, on the day that an attractive white woman goes missing, an attractive black woman goes missing, but you know what? There's also unattractive white women who go missing, and we don't give an SH about them either. You know, someone with Alzheimer's in their 80s gets lost. I mean, that happens every day, men and women. So as far as men go, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, first off, America's more than half white. So, you know, you're just going to be more likely to have your average attractive woman in America is going to be more likely to be white just because there's more white people. And then, uh, you know, people are attracted to whoever they're attracted to. They're not really in control of it. You can call it racism. Um... But, you know, maybe, whatever, maybe even beyond the fact that there's more white women than any other type of woman, maybe more men are attracted to white women. I don't, I haven't seen a stat on that, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock the heck out of me if that was true. I know that black men like to date white women much, much more than white men like to date black women. You know, I don't know why. I'm the messenger. Don't shoot me. Whatever, we'll, uh, we'll chalk that up to uh, misogyny, you want to look at hot chicks, and possibly racism, you know? you. It's like that thing where uh, you can be criticized if you don't want to date a trans woman. Someone who was born a man and is now a woman, right? A trans woman is the exact same thing as a woman, and if you don't want to get in their pants just like you want to get in a woman's pants, then, you know, you're... What are you? I guess you're transphobic in that instance, which is obviously incorrect. I mean, evolution makes us like who we like. And it, for whatever reason, doesn't make everyone like trans women sexually. So I guess what I'll say as far as missing white women syndrome goes and men, uh, young, attractive women, I'm not entirely sure that the race counts. I mean... I mean, I don't know. I, well, okay, for, for instance, check this out. 
I looked for, you know, like where, where's the where's the women of color who all went missing in the same time period that Gabby Petito went missing, and the New York Post has an article called Missing White Women Syndrome Overshadows These Missing Persons Cases Critics. And so they're women of color. we got uh, some Hispanics, some black, Asian girl, too. But I'm going to say, none of them are as hot as Gabby Petito. Um... Some of them are little kids, so, you know, sometimes people like to hear about missing kids, but I, you know, it ain't missing white girl syndrome, it's missing white woman syndrome. Like, you gotta be hot, not just cute. So long story short, Gabby Petito is hotter than these, the women who went missing at the same time. You know, I guess what I'm saying is, like, terribly politically incorrect, which, you know, politically incorrect frequently means it's truthfully correct, but it goes against the current political narrative that we're trying to create. But I'll say, you know, if you got a smoking hot Asian chick or black chick or Hispanic chick who goes missing and I see your thumbnail or I see your picture on one of my uh, favorite YouTubers, I'll click on it too. So that's men. I don't think that's very complicated. What's a little more interesting, something I've been hearing about but I don't fully understand is women and their interest in crime. Like a lot of the top podcasts are like true crime ones. I don't know. I mean, I never listened to them, but I think, you know, maybe they spread out a crime over eight episodes or something, half hour each episode. I know NPR does some. Uh, What was that thing called? I looked it up. It was called Serial. All right, it's still going on anyways, I think. I don't know about now, but that was like the biggest podcast ever. And I believe it's women who just love true crime, podcasts, TV shows, whatever. They, books. I think men watch, or I think men read. I mean, men enjoy the stuff also, but women really love true crime stuff. And like for some reason, it makes me think of how there'd be a serial killer who goes to prison, and they're allowed to have correspondence by. Uh, mail you know they can write letters and like like tons of women will write letters to them and you know the serial killer's got nothing better to do than write a letter back and then whatever i guess he'll pick the hottest one and they'll get married like he'll be in prison and he'll marry a woman that he met through the mail because he was a serial killer and she wanted to write a letter to him and i've never ever heard that story in reverse like some chicks in prison and you write a letter to her and you want to marry her, I, that's just not something a man would do. So I guess I'll just do some wild speculation on women. Um, it's like, you know, it, I don't know if you ever heard the term bodice ripper. Like a bodice is like a, like a corset or something, I don't know. It's like a thing that they used to wear back in the day, you know, like a sexy thing that made your waist small, a piece of clothing. Anyways, and there's a type of book called a bodice ripper. And if you've ever been to a place that sells books you see them it'll have a a man and a woman on the cover and you know the man will be manly looking and the woman will be hot looking and whatever uh fabio fabio used to be a model for those things if you know what i mean look up a fabio book cover you'll see exactly what i'm talking about all these bodice rippers and the idea of a bodice ripper is that you know there's a What's a story? It's a story about a woman who meets a you know who meets a man, and he's not a nice guy. You know, he, it's a bad boy. Women like the bad boys, and when 
it comes time for his throbbing member. I think for some reason they like the word member a lot. His throbbing member and her, I forget what they call her thing. They use a lot of other words as opposed to penis and vagina. Anyways, when, it ti- when it's time for the throbbing member to go into the, maybe flower. I think they say, you know, something, something about flowers. Anyways, the throbbing member into the something or other flower. He will rip her bodice off of her and whatever. Women like to read those books. They, you know, they imagine themselves being the woman having their bodice, a.k.a. blouse, shirt, clothing, ripped off. And so I don't know if women liking that kind of stuff is related to women liking serial killers and writing letters to them and is then finally related to smoking hot white women going missing and then women liking to read articles about it. But I feel like there's a, there's a there's a thread, there's a through thread that goes through all that stuff and whatever, maybe I'll maybe I'll leave that up to you, listener. But anyways, women women click on the articles just as much as men and probably more. And women do not click on articles about fat ugly old women who go missing. So, it's not all misogyny. You know, which makes me wonder, do black women like to read articles about missing white women, you know? Is it really racism? Because if they like to read them, then it's something else. Maybe it's systemic racism that normally doesn't exist. Maybe it really does in this case. But it makes me kind of go back to um, how this girl had, how Petito had over 100,000 Instagram followers. I think that you will find... Whatever it is that makes people want to follow you on Instagram, you know, which I think a lot of it is just how attractive you are, is going to be uh, similar to how much people want to read about your uh, disappearance and murder. So I'm going to predict, going forward, in the future, um, the missing persons cases that we care about a lot, they're going to have tons of pictures on Instagram. So you can go really, whatever, you can go like, See exactly how their life went for, who knows, years leading up to the crime. Which is, that's kind of cool. Maybe help, help you solve the crime. 